Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. It's Thursday the 5th of December coming up. Dangerous air pollution in parts of Kent. We don't think it's an issue that's been taken seriously enough and, and maybe it's because it's less visible. A couple of decades from now I think we'll look back with shame if we don't take action. Olympian speaks out about loneliness ahead of Christmas. When half of you's dying but half of you's trying to live because actually you know that you can be good at something still you have to fight and battle through that. And charity urges us to stay away from water while drunk. It could just be that you're walking home next to it and you just lose your footing and in you go. Kent Online News. New data suggests some of us are breathing air so polluted it's as dangerous as smoking 140 cigarettes a year. Dartford, Medway and Gravesham have been identified by the British Heart Foundation as having some of the worst levels in the southeast. Earlier I spoke to Jacob West who's from the organisation. I think people may be surprised. It's partly because air pollution is largely invisible and we are drawing attention to this story because we want people to be talking more about it and we we want government to be taking action on it. You know, government took action on smog in the 1950s with the Clean Air Act. More recently, it introduced smoke-free legislation in 2007. Uh, people don't have a choice about the air they breathe, and they can't necessarily see these very fine particles, but that doesn't mean government shouldn't act on it. What are some of the dangers then? Breathing in air that's heavily polluted, it can increase your risk of a, of a lot of illnesses, can't it? Well, what British Heart Foundation-funded research has shown is that air pollution of this kind, this is fine particulate matter, can actually get into your bloodstream and into your organs and can increase the risk of uh, certain cardiovascular events uh, like a heart attack or a stroke. That's very worrying then, isn't it? And I, I imagine it'd be very worrying for parents whose children are breathing in this air every day who are living in these places. I mean, you wouldn't let your child, certainly wouldn't let them smoke 140 cigarettes a year, would you? But they've got no choice with the air they're breathing, have they? That's right. And that's why we have made the comparison with smoking, because just like with passive smoke, um, obviously, if you're a smoker yourself, you have a choice to stop it. And we would encourage people to do that. Um, but with passive smoke, secondhand smoke, people didn't, didn't and still don't have a choice around that. And government government uh, legislated in 2007 to change the law on that. We now want government to take strong action and introduce these uh, tougher limits on fine air pollution because people, exactly as you say, don't have that choice of the air they breathe. And particularly for children, it's concerning. also affects pregnant mothers and uh, children in the utero. And you mentioned there um, you're calling on the government to take action. What exactly is it you want them to do? Well, we want government, whichever the next government is, to sign up to World Health Organization limits on particular air matter. So that's the worst kind of air pollution. And they're much tougher than the current um, European limits that um, we uh, currently um, have signed up to. And the analysis suggests that around half of urban centres and cities in the UK currently don't meet those WHO targets. So we want them in law and the the government commits to reaching them by 2030. It will take some time for the economy and society to make the changes that mean that we can reach those targets, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't put them in place. And do you know what it is about these areas in particular, um, Medway, Dartford and Gravesham here in Kent, why they're so high for levels of pollution? Well, it's, it's likely to be the um, the more concentrated urban areas, uh, in particular where there is um, a high level of road traffic, because that's one, if not the most significant contribution to air pollution of this kind. But it's also important to recognise there are other sources of uh, this kind of air pollution, particularly wood burning of 
uh, of certain kinds of fuels in the home and elsewhere can contribute as well. So, you know, it's unsurprising to see that some of the worst areas in southeast of England and, and around the country are some of the, the, the most densely populated areas where there's the highest level of uh, uh, road traffic. Absolutely. And especially for Dartford, they've got the Dartford crossing and the M25 right on their doorstep. So perhaps that could be a contributing factor. Exactly. Where there's big uh, motorways um, uh, and uh, other main um, thoroughfares, that's likely to have a significant contribution. And is there anything people can do individually? I mean, I've read in places before, you know, walking a bit further from the road can really dramatically decrease the amount of air pollution you're breathing in. But do you know of any other tips or anything that people can use? Well, well, there are some things people can do, um, um, but but actually we, we think it's incumbent on government to act and to, and that's why we're calling on them to change the law. Uh, so because re- ultimately people don't have a choice uh, necessarily where they live or the route they take to work or, or school. Um, so whilst, of course, it is safer to stay away, particularly from the uh, highest traffic roads, that's not always a choice for people. So government needs to take the action uh, that will allow people to breathe cleaner air over time. Absolutely. And do you think this issue is taken seriously enough? Um, Obviously, from the point of view of the British Heart Foundation, this is really increasing people's risks of getting things like heart disease, isn't it? Well, we don't think it's an issue that's been taken seriously enough. And and maybe it's because it's less visible. Um, So we are that's why we're drawing attention to it. That's why we're making the comparison with cigarettes, striking though that may seem, uh, because we do think it's, uh, you know, it really is, Um, the government's responsibility to take action on this, to put in place these uh, tougher limits and to make the changes that mean that people can breathe cleaner air over time. I think if we, you know, a couple of decades from now, I think we'll look back with shame if we don't take action. Kent Online reports. A man in his 30s has died in a crash near Tunbridge Wells. The car he was driving collided with a Range Rover travelling in the opposite direction on Cranbrook Road in Gills Green just after eight last night. Two women were also taken to hospital. Investigators are keen to speak to witnesses or anyone with dash cam or CCTV footage. 79 people have been rescued off the Kent coast within just a few hours. It's thought to be the highest number of migrants to cross the channel in one day. The men, women and children were picked up in five small boats yesterday morning and were interviewed by immigration officials. Meantime, three migrants have been found after Kent police stopped traffic on the M20. Officers were tipped off about a group of people travelling in the trail of a lorry last night. They searched between junctions 9 for Ashford and 7 for Maidstone, but they were eventually discovered in Surrey and handed into the care of the Home Office. Nationwide strike action in France could affect cross-channel ferries at Dover over the next five days. Workers are unhappy with President Macron's plans for a points-based pension system which would force them to retire later or face reduced payouts. French politics expert Nabila Ramdani says it's the biggest walkout in decades. In fact, it's likely to be the worst day of action since the national strikes that we've seen back in 1995 is one that will not only paralyse all transport systems, including international travel, but will also threaten other public services, vital ones. It's been causing severe disruption to schools and public transport across France. Sky's Adam Parsons is in Paris. He says dozens of industries are getting involved. It isn't just transport, it's also school teachers. The majority of school teachers are on strike today, uh, lawyers, even some journalists, and would you believe here in Paris, 
opera singers. You can get the latest on any disruption affecting our county at kentonline.co.uk. Kent Online News. Police are investigating after a man with an axe destroyed a sign of a Kent election candidate. At kentonline.co.uk you can see a picture of the board promoting Helen Waitley, who's running for the Conservatives in Faversham Mid-Kent. It was damaged along Ashford Road near Lenham yesterday evening. It's now just a week to go until we vote in the general election. A man who claimed to have partied with a Saudi prince in Canterbury has been jailed for more than three years for stealing his £90,000 sports car after he died. Osgood Gunn took the Mercedes and tried to say Prince Badir Al Saud had promised to give it to him to repay a debt. The 40-year-old who now lives in Eastgate Street in Gloucester pleaded guilty to committing fraud by false representation. A Kent Olympians joined a campaign urging anyone who's suffering from loneliness or isolation this Christmas to get help. It comes as the armed forces charity SAFA say more than two-thirds of service personnel they surveyed are spending the festive period alone most years. Athletic star Dame Kelly Holmes, who grew up in Hildenborough, says there were times she struggled while she was in the army and training for the Olympics. There were a couple of times through my military career, my athletics career, that I did spend Christmas alone. Um, it was a lonely time, a hard time. In 2003, a year before Athens Olympic Games, I had a massive breakdown uh, to a point I hated myself, didn't want to be here, looked in the mirror, started self-harm. I was in a really bad place. I was having a breakdown, I was depressed. I just had no idea who to speak to. At that time it was really difficult because of course not telling anyone isn't a great thing, you know, you can't get help, you can't express your feelings, you can't allow people to take the worry off of you. Uh, but I always realise now that, again, you can get help if you ask for it. When half of you is dying but half of you is trying to live, because actually you know that you can be good at something still, uh, you have to fight and battle through that. There is help out there, there is always someone that will listen to you, you've just got to have it within you to ask for it. Kent Online reports. Maidstone Crown Court has been evacuated this morning after a fire broke out. The small blaze had been put out by the time crews arrived at the building off Barker Road. Witnesses say it was caused by an electric heater. Elsewhere, firefighters have been called after an abandoned car was set alight near Gravesend. The Ford Focus went up in flames on Church Road in Cobham in the early hours of this morning. The blaze is being treated as suspicious. Now, as we get into the Christmas party season, we're being urged to stay away from rivers and the sea if we've been drinking. A campaign's underway in Thanet to raise awareness of the dangers of walking near the water. Latest figures show over the last five years, 17 people have drowned in Kent while under the influence of alcohol or drugs, making it the second most dangerous county in the UK. Members of the emergency services will be out in Margate and Ramsgate from today talking to bar staff and taxi drivers about keeping people safe. Hannah Wiggins-Bettles is from the Royal Life Saving Society. Our Don't Drink and Drown campaign is raising awareness of how to stay safe when you've had a few drinks, um, so keeping safe on your way home making sure that you don't fall into the water or decide to go for a swim. For Kent, over the last five years, we've actually had 53 drownings in the county of Kent um, and 32% of those have actually included alcohol or drugs within the, the victim's system. 
So it's just really important that we raise awareness of that um, and we want to keep people safe over the festive period. So the second highest county in the UK with those figures um, and that is just due to obviously the large estuaries in Kent and also the coastline. So we'd like people to think about uh, whether they've got a safe route home. Is it that uh, taking that shortcut next to a river or next to the sea is the best route for them? Um, Make sure that they're looking after all their friends, be a mate and make sure everyone gets home at the end of the night. So we're in Ramsgate on Thursday evening and Margate on Friday evening. Um, We'll be just raising awareness with our colleagues from Kent Fire and Rescue Service, from the Street Pastors, from RNLI Thanet uh, and also Thanet Lifeguard Club. Just raising the awareness with people around there uh, and having those conversations so that people are more, more safe when they're on their way home. So we'll be asking people to plan their route home, make sure that they do have that safe route and also encouraging them not to enter the water when they've had a few drinks. The only thing we've been asked quite a lot um, is how it can happen. So if I just touch on that. um, Yeah. um, So it is just so easy just to either slip, trip or just lose your balance and fall into the water. Um, It could just be that you're walking home next to it and you just lose your your footing and in you go. And it's obviously then um, how you get out of there, how you get out of that situation. So if you are at the coast, they need to call 999 straight away and ask for the Coast Guard. Um, If it is that you're an inland waterway, you can also call the fire service. Um, That's the first thing to do and to stay there, keep your eyes on that person and stay at that point of entry. Kent Online News. A 17th century pub in Canterbury has been forced to close after a 12-foot hole opened up in the toilets. Maintenance workers found the hole, which is thought to be 20 feet deep, at the Cross Keys in Oaten Hill. It was due to undergo a £650,000 refurbishment, but it's now had to be sealed off while experts figure out what to do. At kentonline.co.uk, you can see a video of what looks like a mouse running through a hospital. It was filmed by a mum on a children's ward at Darrant Valley in Dartford. A spokesperson for the hospital says pest controllers come in twice a month and will deal with any reports of rodents. And a food and music festival run by a celebrity chef will be returning to Kent next summer. Tom Kerridge's Pub in the Park is going to be held in Tunbridge Wells again in July. There'll be live performances, top quality food and chef demonstrations. That's it for now, but don't forget you can go to kentonline.co.uk for more news throughout the day. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.